You're listening to the last session of the day with the Sight Guys. Hey everybody, welcome back to the last session of the day with the Sight Guys. My name is Timothy Meyer, joined as always with Dr. Wukin. Um, and welcome back for, to, to our continued conversation. Yeah, welcome back, guys. So um, I feel like this comes up a lot and it's been coming up a lot more for me recently. And, mm-hmm. it, and it's just been up, up on the top of my mind. You know, it's uh, it's it's really difficult for people when, I don't know, like any sort of unforeseen event happens that that takes something away from n- not just their life, but 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 almost like like who they are, for lack of a better term, right? Like it's you know, it's this um, experience where, where where people go through. I don't know if it's a loss or a transition or something, but it's not just the loss or the transition. It's like it, it's more about like who they are as a person. Sure, sure. I mean, I, uh, I, I know exactly, I know exactly what you mean for for many different reasons. I mean, it's definitely a thing that comes up mm-hmm. uh, often. Uh, I know even personally, uh, it, it was. Uh, I had quite an experience when I was, you know, back when I was nineteen. I had, um, you know, pretty significant surgery to my knee, where it's like a knee replacement. You know, the whole nine yards. And I remember personally, you know, I, I identified myself as a as a, like a soccer player and I played uh, <clears throat> tennis and I played hockey. And uh, all of a sudden, as one can imagine, you need a lot of, uh, you know, leg muscle and you need agility and you need good knees for any of those sports, if not all of those sports, right? So mm-hmm. I remember when I had that massive uh, surgery, uh, it, it was quite a shock, not only from the physiological level, it took me forever to recover, uh, but from I think what you're what you're saying is that a level of identity, right? Like I mean, I mean, I don't think mm-hmm. I was any <clears throat> any sense unique in just an adolescent boy identifying himself mostly as a, as an athlete. I, I don't mm-hmm. necessarily think that's very uncommon. It's just what was uncommon, I think, is is that I had to run into shifting identities rapidly. You know, within basically a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, usually when somebody says, "Oh, you," I would imagine. And maybe you could speak more to that element. I would imagine if somebody is a runner, like, and that's their sort of physical activity, right? And they go to the doctor and they say, you know, your cartilage or your knees are not doing as well. You know, as time goes on, I would encourage you to, to run less, right? So you have a gradual process. Okay, so maybe I could run shorter distances or fewer times or whatever. Get yourself better sneakers so it's not as a, impacted on your knees or get one of those kind of, what is it, zero gravity machines that it doesn't affect your knees, right? There's accommodations and it took you years before you have to think, oh, maybe shouldn't be running. I could do something else, right? For me, at least in that moment, it was super abrupt. Mm-hmm. Like literally went to the doctor, said like, you, you need all this work uh, uh, immediately, um, <clears throat> and that's it. So I walked in, identifying myself as an athlete, majority of the part, and then walking out, like basically was told, like, don't breathe on your leg. Mm. You know, use crutches because otherwise bad things will happen. Right. So, so that immediate transition w- was very, very difficult uh, for me because I, I still remember I after the surgery I had kind of my my leg in what I call like a straight jacket because <laughs> you can't like you can't move it for like I forgot like six months or something like that for it hey. to heal um, and I remember to this day I'm I'm standing with my like um, hockey stick and I'm I'm using like those um, so instead of a puck that you would use on ice 
uh-huh. on roller skates, as you may know, and other people listening may know, it's like usually like a rubber ball. It's like a mm-hmm. um, orange. Uh, so I remember I'm standing there with my hockey stick that I've been using for years, right, with this rubber ball, and just like hitting the rubber ball against the against the side of the s- side of my house. Uh, in- in in this in this straight jacket of my leg, just because okay. I mean, I was encouraged to walk just to make sure there's no significant atrophy, even though it was significantly atrophy because you, you kept in this sort of a, a straight jacket. Uh, mm-hmm. But you you were still encouraged to walk, so I'm standing there literally with my good leg, putting a lot of uh, pressure on my good leg and putting very little pressure on my on my not so great leg, and just like using my my um hockey stick with this with this rubber ball and just like hitting it against the the side of the house uh, and this is what this is 19 this is um uh, you know close to 25 years ago mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and i and i still remember like that vision i could tell you exactly where i was i could tell you exactly what i was wearing i, ex- I could tell you the weather that was outside right? one of those monumental moments because i remember to this day so like holy shit like Basically, I mean, in in a nineteen year old sort of uh, verbiage, like, what the hell am I going to do now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I had college to look forward to, and I had a girlfriend at the time, so it wasn't necessarily like nothing was going my way. But because my identity was so wrapped around my my physical ability, uh, that was sort of like basically it, it was a, it was a place of uncertainty. And almost, almost, I wouldn't even say terror because, like, I couldn't grab for an identity. I didn't know mm-hmm. how am I going to move past this. Yeah, you know. So that was, uh, so that that took that took some time. <laughs> yeah, you know, and you know, I, I I I'd be willing to bet that that you know of all of the physical difficulties and pain and and you know crutches, surgery, you name it. I'm sure that doesn't really stick out in your memory as much as that moment of like. Oh my gosh! Like, who am I? Right? Right? Isn't isn't that? that I, I thank you for bringing it up because not, not a lot, I don't remember the pain, mm-hmm. the physical pain. I don't really remember it. I don't have any pain now. It's been you know over twenty years. I don't have any pain. Like I don't really because I've adjusted to it for so long. I don't even think about it. Mm. Uh, so for me, it's not like oh, you can't run. I was like, I haven't, I haven't been running in. 20 plus years. So it's not like, it's not like a, a big difference for me, but the emotional imprint of yeah. that experience is, you know, as I said, I could describe to you everything about that day, about that moment. I would even say not about the day. I don't remember the day. I remember that moment about my, my uh, hockey stick, the ball, where I was relation to the house, what I was wearing, the straight jacket for my leg, the color of it, like tell you, describe everything about it. Yeah. And if, if, just, just out of curiosity, or you sure. know, if if you were to put like like one or two feelings to kind of like like sum up that experience, I, I would say it, terror and emptiness. I don't know if emptiness is a feeling, but I would say terror because the the experience I found myself having is like like what am I? It basically, in a way, what what am I going to grab onto? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the thing that gave me um, a, like a compass or a rudder or guidance to who I am and how I structure myself is not there. Like, what do you use yeah. now? Like that, it's sort of this uncertainty, confusion, terror, um, emptiness, uh, almost a, a desire to like grab onto something. Which yeah. I, and, and obviously you could tell like the fact that I was in, in <clears throat> not being able to use my leg, right? Never play, forget about hockey, no, 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 nothing. 
right? Like mm-hmm. the fact that I'm standing mm-hmm. there, right, with the hockey stick, it just, you know, many years later, I was reflecting, t- speaks to the identity that I'm about to lose just because like, well, why are you, you know what I mean? I could never play again. Yeah. But, but, but there you are like against that wall or whatever, you know, maybe like, like clinging onto the right. last bit of hope right. and, and also coming to the realization of this isn't me anymore. Right. Right, right. And you know, I, 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 I think your example is 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 a really good kind of like in depth ex- example of, of of what a lot of people of exactly what what I've been talking with a lot of people about, and, and it sounds like you too. Um, and I think that this happens a lot in in a lot of different ways, right? Like you know, like when when the kids move out of the house, and then there's kind of like the emptiness syndrome, right? Like uh, my identity as a mother or a father or something is kind of lost because because they left or, oh, I don't know, like so, so someone loses their job or something like that. Like, right. and, and when it's tied to our identity, I think it's extra powerful. But I, you know, I, I would go ahead and, and say, and well, this, this point could definitely be argued, but <clears throat> I think it's when, when it's a sudden physical right. loss, I think that that hits a little bit differently. And I think it hits differently because, you know, we can kind of plan and get ready for these transitions that, that, that we know are going to come, right. you know what I mean? But when it's unexpected and sudden and it's that right. loss, <clears throat> I feel like we have more of like a, like really like a, like, like a trauma loss reaction Agreed. to it rather than just like, a, oh, this is a difficult life transition. I wish I was 22 again. You know what I mean? Right. I agreed. The, the idea of sudden, uh, you know, really resonates because th- that's really where the difficulty comes in, you know, uh, in contrast to the other example that I'd given about like running and you can't run in a couple of years. You can plan for that. You can yeah. readjust your identity. You can come up with something else when it happens in a sudden sort of a fashion. But, you know, even for somebody, let's say a parent who didn't plan for, uh, kids leaving just because of mm. denial or whatever else, you know, what you and I would think like, well, you kind of knew that the person, the kids are going to go to college when you're not emotionally planning for it. It might seem like today they're sleeping in your house tomorrow. They're in college 3000 miles away. So that's a sudden loss because you didn't prepare for it. That that's a good point. Right? You know what I, I mean? mean? I, it, it, so, so with, so with that point, you could, you could argue it could feel just as sudden. It could you know? feel just a sudden with, with job, right? Like it also, like if you identify yourself as a big time, whatever, uh, I forgot that movie with uh, Jim, uh, Jim Carrey and uh, Tia Leone, where they're like super rich. And then like, he's thinking he's getting promoted, but in reality, he's getting set up uh, huh. by the person, Alec, Alec uh, Baldwin, uh, who is the CEO of the company is being set up. Uh, to be to be put as the bad guy and basically to be fired. Yeah. Uh, so that talk about like a sudden change, right? He's thinking about getting promoted, and all of a sudden he doesn't have any money, and he identifies himself as this high powered uh, professional. Same same thing, and it brings it's a funny movie, and but it brings him to being a robber. Mm. Because like he doesn't know what to do, they need money. He wasn't prepared for it. He has all these expenses. So him and his wife turn to to now just robbing, you know, places and things just because they don't have any money. You know, no food, yeah. no nothing. So you know, I it make it it makes me think in in two directions, right? Like 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 one direction, sort of like you know, I'm having conversations with people about like. Um, recognizing and anticipating 
and and doing things before any sort of unforeseen thing happens that sort mm-hmm. of takes takes away a piece of our identity right like i i talk a lot about like make sure that we have we have our eggs in a bunch of different baskets we're not putting all of our eggs in one basket and, mm-hmm. and kind of like mentally preparing you know like the the mom whose kids are you know 17 that they're going to be going away in 6 months um and and i'm also thinking in in sort of the future direction of like after the quote unquote loss how mm-hmm. people can kind of like for lack of a better term piece piece themselves back together right absolutely absolutely and and I think if the listeners are out there are just like, well, I, I don't know, I, I'm I'm comfortable with my identity at this point in time, which is awesome. Uh, just something to consider that uh, preemptively, to to your point, to preemptively think about like, well, like, am I really prepared? Am I resilient enough hmm. in my identification to be able to withstand certain changes? Mm-hmm. You know, like, and again, this could apply to anything. I'm thinking divorce. Yeah. Sudden yeah. divorce. If you put yourself completely, yeah, that could be, you know, devastating, right? Like loss of a job, transitions, physical transitions, financial de- transitions, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much anything, you know? You know, I, I, I think, um, I, I think it's a really good reminder. And I think that all of us need to hear it a lot. You know, I feel like it's so easy for us to just put so much weight and, and so much equity on just like whatever part of ourselves we like the most, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm, Whether, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if it's a super successful businessman, for example, like his whole life is around business or, right. uh, or, or fitness or I, kids, mer- you name it, right? It's so easy for us to kind of just almost like pigeonhole our identity into one of these parts. And, right. but like, but, but boy, is that risky? It definitely is. You know what I mean, and 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 like having that second to 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 take a step back and saying like like am I putting as much energy, equity, weight, whatever you want to call it, in all these other areas? Because like yeah, like listen, I I really hope that that part of your identity lasts for as long as you want it to, but 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 it might not. I mean, you and I have both heard so many stories, and we even just heard one now of right. of of think, things not things not panning out. You know what I mean. Right, right, right. Agreed, agreed. And, you know, obviously, you and I are talking, you know, oftentimes to adults, you know, it's obviously enormously more challenging when you're talking to an adolescent or a young adult, because, you know, what do they typically identify with, like, maybe sports, maybe their uh, school ability, maybe a relationship, a friend group, right? Like, you kind of don't have that that much to choose from. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, I mean, for adults, I think it's important to be able to consider. And I think that, you know, for some people it's faith, right? Like as, as the stability Mm -hmm. that provides them that they can make sense of other things changing in their life. I mean, uh, lots of people have like a negative view of people who are potentially religious just because it seems dogmatic. But the way I see it is that if, if there is something in one's person, personhood that, that, uh, you know, is like a rudder to what they do, that could be like a protective factor. You know, it doesn't have to be religion. I'm just saying in general, Uh, either to your point, like spreading it around so that your identity lies with your wife and your kids and your job and your your physical ability or whatever the case may be so that you're more resilient if if something doesn't go your way. And obviously we wish everybody to to do well in their life, but you know, life is also sometimes long and complicated. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, for, for, 
for, for anyone who might be listening, who, uh, you know, like might be going through that, that, that kind of like identity change, identity loss or, or, or what have you, <clears throat> you know, a, a lot of the times my conversations with folks really go to, you know, we have to grieve this loss of, of, of who we quote unquote were. Right. You know what I mean? And, and, and I really do think that it's a loss and I do think that, that, that it's a grieving process. And although it, it might be easy. It might not be the easiest to perceive it as a loss. Like, you know, like we didn't lose a person, but, but, but it hits us in the same way. And, and I'm sure like, you know, in your example, Constantine, you, you, you had to kind of go through a grieving process. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it took me granted that it was just on the cusp of like high school, uh, college kind of a situation. Um, yeah, it it took a while because those years are also formidable in a way, right? Like you, you are in a way, even if you didn't have something like that, are still developing who you are. You mm-hmm. know, college years, especially, usually is times when people try to quote unquote figure themselves out. Sometimes it lasts into mid to late twenties. You know, some people take into thirties and forties also, right? Like so, that's not uncommon. But like once you have something like this, it, all I can tell you from my personal experience, given having that, it it delayed my ability to kind of formulate what's important to me and readjust my values and my, uh, you know, identity to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so a- again, it's just a call for some of the listeners who are going through it just to be aware that those sudden losses and changes are very difficult. You mm-hmm. know, be kind of patient with yourself. Try when you can, when you're up for it, start basically brainstorming what other elements you could kind of put into, you know, coupled uh, together for a new identity. Um, and, and for people who don't have it, thankfully, potentially you could start thinking about how preemptively manage if, if something like that happens. Uh, it's not necessarily like, uh, <clears throat> you know, preventing yourself against a catastrophe, but just being aware that these things can shift. Sure, sure. Yeah. And, you know, I, I guess to, to sort of end on a little bit of a hopeful note, um, I've, I've had a lot of people like, you know, like, like really struggle through like a, like, like a, like a part of their identity being lost. Um, and, and it, and it's actually really nice for them to sort of find, I don't want to say find a new identity, but, mm-hmm. but, but, but find other things mm-hmm. that, that they never even really thought of before. Um, and, and have them be able to really like incorporate that into their lives and, and lean into it and integrate it. And, and there have been times in conversations with people where, where they actually say, you know what, like, I really never thought that I would find blank or blah, or, you know, like I would never really feel whole again. And honestly, if I didn't go through this transition, I would have never realized that I really love, you know, blank. Um, I could uh, thank you for bringing that up because that really solidifies in a way, I didn't even think about bringing this up, but solidifies the reason why I went to get my psychology degree because I was on the course of becoming a computer scientist, just like a lot of people in my family. And then I, uh, when, when this happening, I was like, you know, basically I said to myself, like, and the reason I didn't want to pursue psychology, because it seemed too long. I had to go to graduate school, blah, 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 internship. You'd never make any money. And by the time you make money, you're like 90. Right. So I was like, ah, forget it. Computer science, at least back in the nineties, you know, was like a very solid choice. Uh-huh. Uh, you could get a job right away. It's pretty stable, right? Like so. But then I said I, I didn't like it, mm. and and but it's quick and it's done. And you're 21 and you make 100k. I remember. 
uh, that that was sort of the thing. But this really opportunity helped me tune in. And I said, you know what, forget it. I'm going to go the thing that I really like, yada, yada, yada. I mean, you and I are talking in 2022. It's been a while. But things have really, from that point of view, I, I, could, I can't be happier. Like looking back, if it didn't happen, I would never have the balls to switch. Yeah, ever, ever. I would. I be. I know myself. I would never. I would have been stayed the course and just that's. It would have been talk about our our previous uh, podcast. Miserably okay, most of my life. Uh, uh-huh, and, yeah. and and that's it. And that's how it would have been. And I would have been. Woulda, coulda, shoulda. Yada yada yada. <laughs> so yeah. that's so that's pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So thank you for bringing it up. It's really a great note that you you know that the that you're ending on because it's it's, it's literally exactly what happened. <laughs> you listeners can't, can't can't see me on video, but as yeah. but it, but as soon as he said that, I I threw my hands up in the air and shook my head like right. yeah. <laughs> almost like okay, yeah, uh, that's a little big. Yeah. So yeah, that's a really good point because I was sure I was focusing on the identity, but you're right. Like not now adding that other element that I wanted to pursue, but never did. And now really, I would say being a psychologist, a therapist, or whatever you want to call it is, is really is a huge part of who I am, uh, which you never would have discovered uh-huh. ever uh-huh. if it wasn't for this sudden loss. Yeah. So, you know, a, a- to, to, to put to put it in one sentence you know so sometimes like that that loss that pain that difficulty can really lead to a whole lot of growth growth that we didn't even know would exist you know agreed agreed and if that if if a person going through it went through it or gonna go through it if they could see it that way the the beautiful way that you know tim just kind of described it if you could see it as an opportunity to maybe tap into something that you always wanted but you know for many different reasons didn't pursue or maybe pursue and try something new that you really love if you could really see those sudden losses as those opportunities that's amazing i know it took me many 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 years in order to be able to get to that. So hopefully you guys can kind of benefit from our discussion today. Great. Constantine, thank you as always for the transparency and, sure. the, and, and, and the personal stories. Why um, not, right? Why not? Right. <laughs> we are we are the site guys. And thank you all so much for tuning in as always. And we'll catch you next time. All right. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in this week. As always, we hope that you enjoyed the show and please make sure to subscribe. We love to interact with our listeners. If you have something you'd like to comment on, ask us about, or hope to hear on the show, please message us on Facebook or Twitter at Last Session of the Day with the Site Guys, or send us an email at lastsessionotd at lukeincenter.com. Hope to hear from you soon, and tune in next week for another engaging episode. This has been the Last Session of the Day with the Site Guys. See you next time.